0: Complications of Mechanical Ventilation Barotrauma is damage to the body tissue secondary to pressure difference in enclosed cavities within the body. Barotrauma is commonly observed in scuba divers, free drivers, or, or even airplane passengers during descent and ascent. The most common organs affected by barotrauma are the middle ear, sinuses, and the lungs. Pulmonary barotrauma is a complication of mechanical ventilation and has correlations with increased morbidity and mortality. The natural mechanism of breathing in humans depends on negative intrathoracic pressures. In contrast, patients with mechanical ventilation ventilate with positive pressure. Since positive pressure ventilation is not physiological, it may lead to complications such as barotrauma. Pulmonary barotrauma is the presence of extra alveolar air in locations where it is not present under normal circumstances. Barotrauma is most commonly due to alveolar rupture, which leads to an accumulation of air in the extra-alveolar locations. Excess alveolar air could then result in complications such as pneumothorax, pneumomediastinum, and subcutaneous emphysema. Mechanical ventilation modalities include invasive mechanical ventilation and non-invasive mechanical ventilation, such as bilevel positive airway pressure. The incidence of barotrauma in patients receiving non-invasive mechanical ventilation is much lower when compared to patients receiving invasive mechanical ventilation. Patients at high risk of developing barotrauma for mechanical ventilation include individuals with predisposing lung pathology, such as chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, asthma, interstitial lung disease, pneumocystic pneumonia, and acute respiratory distress syndrome. Etiology. Pulmonary barotrauma results from positive pressure Mechanical ventilation. Positive pressure ventilation may lead to elevation of the transalveolar pressure or the difference in pressure between alveolar pressure and the pressure in the interstitial space. Elevation in the transalveolar pressure may lead to alveolar rupture, which results in leakage of air into the extraalveolar tissue. Every patient on positive pressure ventilation is at risk for developing pulmonary barotrauma. However, certain ventilator settings as well as disease-specific processes may increase the risk of barotrauma significantly. When managing a ventilator, patients and other healthcare professors must be aware of the risks to avoid barotrauma. Specific processes including chronic obstructive pulmonary disease and asthma, interstitial lung disease, pneumocystic pneumonia, and acute respiratory distress syndrome may predispose individuals to pulmonary barotrauma. These diseases are associated with either dynamic hyperinflation or poor lung compliance, both of which predispose patients to increased alveolar pressure and ultimately barotrauma. Patients with obstructive lung disease, COPD, and asthma are at risk for dynamic hyperinflation. These patients have prolonged expiratory phase and therefore have difficulty exhaling the full volume before the ventilator delivers the next breath. As a result, there is an increase in intrinsic positive end expiratory pressure, also known as autopete. The hyperinflation is progressive and worsens with each tidal volume delivered. It leads to overdistension of the alveoli and increases the risk for barotrauma. Dynamic hyperinflation can be managed by decreasing respiratory rate, decreasing the tidal volume, prolonging the expiratory time, and in some cases, increasing the external PEEP on the ventilator. Pathophysiology. The exact pathophysiology for lung injury and barotrauma due to mechanical ventilation remains unclear. However, evidence suggests that overdistension and increased pressures in the alveoli units lead to inflammatory damage and possibly rupture and leakage of the air into the extraalveolar tissue. Researchers have described several mechanisms in the literature for the rupture of the alveoli. Most of the mechanisms have their basis on overdistension and increased pressures of the alveoli. Historically, large tidal volumes were the approach in patients requiring mechanical ventilation to minimize atelectasis and improve oxygenation and ventilation. Such ventilatory settings usually lead to high inspiratory pressures and overdistension of the alveolar unit. Overdistention is more pronounced in patients with ARDs, and and other non-uniform lung diseases. In non-uniform lung disease, not every alveoli unit is affected equally. Normal alveoli receive greater percentage of tidal volume, which leads to preferential ventilation and ultimately over-distention to accommodate the larger tidal volume. History and physical. The history and physical exam in patients with barotrauma secondary to mechanical ventilation are usually limited to those patients who are sick or under sedation while on mechanical ventilation. In cases of clinically significant pneumothorax, patients will present with acute changes in vital signs, including tachypnea, hypoxia, and tachycardia. Patients may also present with obstructive shock if a tension pneumothorax occurs. Physical examination may be significant for absent breath sounds if a pneumothorax exists. Subcutaneous emphysema may also present in some cases. In some less severe cases, no systemic or hypodynamic changes may be present. Differential diagnosis. Acute respiratory distress syndrome. Bacterial viral pneumonia. Aspiration pneumonitis. Shock. Flail chest. Chest trauma. Secondary pneumothorax. Pneumothorax. Pulmonary emboli, asthma exacerbation, COPD exacerbation, acute coronary syndrome. Complications. Patients who develop barotrauma secondary to mechanical ventilation also end up staying in the ICU and on mechanical ventilation for a more extended period. Prolonged time on mechanical ventilation may result in further complications secondary to barotrauma, as well as others, including ventilator-assisted pneumonia, delirium, intensive care-acquired weakness, and nosocomial infections.